What up, Fatherhoods Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. They've got ill creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Not only that, but Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and all that. You can make a little paper from your podcast too with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one spot. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. This is KGB. What up, is DJ EFN. Yo, and this is your man, Manny Digital. Welcome to the Fatherhoods Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diamonds. I'm going to get right into it. Yeah. Yep. Yo, our guest grew up a block away from Biggie in Bed-Stuy, Brooklyn. He's an LMC and personally one of my favorite lyricists, as a matter of fact. He's a battle-tested MC who's rolling out with a new EP called Milestones for Father's Day weekend. With us today is S-K-Y-Z-O-O. <laughs> peace, peace. That's the man, Skazu. I, I know in recent joints that I've heard, particularly Retropolitan, which I fucking love. Um, thank you, thank with, you. With the homie Pete Rock. Um, you don't do that no more. You don't do the S-K-Y-Z-O-O. <laughs> you dropped that joint. Um, yeah, it's, it's been a little while, you know what I mean? Um, but that was cool you brought it back. You know, yeah. I, had, I hadn't heard it in a little while. I, I do it here <laughs> and there. So You know what's funny? Sometimes I'll do a record with people. Yeah. And, um, you know, somebody else, guys, you know, can I get a verse, whatever, whatever, and then we connect and, you know, I do a record and they'll ask me to do that. They'll be like, yo, can you, can you do the, 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 the spelling of the name on it? And I'm like, really? All right. Like, you know what I mean? They'll be yeah, like, that's yo, can, can you make sure that's on the front of it? I'm like, all right, cool. That's, you know, that's cool. You know what I mean? So, that's, that's funny. Cool that, little thing. That's funny that they requested because I'm just, you know, thinking about it from a marketing perspective, like that shit is evergreen. Like, especially like yeah. when, you, when, when you first starting up, like that's a great way to make sure your name is, is ringing right beyond like what you bring in from a, a lyrical content perspective. But then, mm-hmm. Yeah, why not? Like Coke always want to say Coke, uh, you know, to talk about they they you know soft drink or whatever. Like that's that's how you should do it. Uh, but it's yeah, funny. It's funny nah, they request it because I'd be the one pushing it. I'd be like, nah, I'm gonna say it if I'm gonna give you this <laughs> <right>. verse. <laughs> Word. <laughs> now we Word should up. we should also note um, missing in action uh, is our other co-host DJ EFN. Um, and just a few minutes ago, his baby boy was born. So let's give it up to oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. So Sky, you you uh you just stepped into history right now without even realizing it, bro. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, absolutely, <laughs> man. That that that's beautiful, man. That's awesome. Shout to him and his family, and that that's awesome, man. Yeah, he he was uh, I mean, it was last minute. Like we, you know, he was set to be on with us and then he was like yo this shit's about to go it was like yo right. i mean what what you, what you want us to tell you no <laughs> right <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> now did it go down is, is he here is, is the baby here yeah yeah just a few just a few minutes ago like right before ah, we beautiful. called you we got the text from him that uh his his son was born so beautiful yep. beautiful nice word up yeah so yeah, congrats man. e and his family for sure word absolutely up. right up 
Um, so, so let me let me ask a couple questions because uh, um, thank you for giving us the sneak peek to to the upcoming uh, project milestones. Um, yeah, no, nah, thank you for being super, down. Man. Super I dope, appreciate super y'all. dope. By the way, yeah, thank like you. like you know when I think about, um, t- uh, I mean, I, I guess every every project is thematic to some degree, right? Like everybody's thinking about a theme when they're putting a project together. But like when you think about something like so. I say commercial as Father's Day or fatherhood and and mothers, you know, parenting in general. Like, I feel like it's hard to come through and do something dope, right? Because I feel like people get mm-hmm. caught up in in some some of the bullshit around it, like the the hallmarkness of it, and mm-hmm. and then like what results from it is kind of crappy, right? Now, I fully didn't expect that from you, just knowing your work. I thought. When I heard, yeah, you were ha- doing something, I didn't, I didn't immediately go, oh, this shit might be corny because the, the, you know, the theme is potentially something that could result in corniness. And, right. And when I heard it, I was like, yup, right on time. <laughs> like, <laughs> this shit. Nah, I appreciate that, man. And, and I don't want to fanboy out, you know, throughout. Uh, but, but like, I, I, I do want to. I kind of want to understand the genesis of the project. Like, what was the impetus for you to actually go and say, you know what, I want to do this? You know, what you said, what the fear could have been, that was a big part of the creative process, right? It was like making sure it wasn't a Hallmark card. You know what I mean? Making sure it wasn't, you know, uh, cheesy, gimmicky, quirky. You know what I mean? We wanted to be something that, First of all, you could bump year-round. It's not just about Father's Day. You could bump year-round. And also, it's hip-hop. So it's something that had to be dope. You know what I mean? It was, You know, you didn't want to make it where it was cheesy, like you said, where it was like, oh, it's cookie-cutter and it's kind of it's kind of gimmicky and it's squeaky. Like, it couldn't be that. You know what I mean? So, um, which wasn't a challenge because I'm not going to do anything like that anyway, but it was making sure I got a certain point across every step of the way without it being what you were afraid of you know what i mean like that that's what it came down to so um and and i was able to do that you know what i mean i was able to do that and make that happen um i feel and it seems like you feel the same way you know the idea behind it it started with one record it wasn't going to be a whole project it was just this idea i had for one record and um once i did the record i was like i was so excited about the record itself i was like man i got to I gotta turn this into something. I, I think this could be more than just a song. You know, it started with um, wait, wait, wait! Don't tell, don't say, don't say. Oh, oh I, wa- I wanted to. <laughs> oh, wait! You said it already. Never mind. Said, yeah. All right. I, did, I was, did you hear me or not? I heard you. I heard you said a song for fathers. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I, I was <laughs> guessing. I was gonna guess that it was turning ten. And, and okay. I have I have questions about that, yo, because that 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 song. We could talk a little bit about it. Um, yeah, yeah. That song to me. Is it my favorite? Mm, probably. And the reason is okay. the message I thought the message was unorthodox to me. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, um, you know, and I, I don't want to divulge because I want people to experience it themselves. But the the significance of the age of, you know, a boy turning 10 and, and how mm-hmm. you use that as as a milestone in a in a in the relationship between a father and a son. Right. Again, I'm right. trying. I'm trying not to give too much away, but I, wa- I wanna. I wanna have this di- dialogue because 
it, it's a different perspective than I, I could ever have heard. Like I, I don't, nobody's ever talked to me or around me about, you know, a parent and their relationship, the way it was described in that song happening the way it did, you know, at 10 or, or the suggestion for that relationship to kind of morph at 10. Um, mm-hmm. Is that from a personal, well, it, I, I think I know based on the song, it is from a personal experience, but you found it to be that rewarding that you, you know, made a track out of it. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, um, I, I'll definitely dig into that. I guess we'll go back into the other thing with, the genesis of the project and all that later, but just with that record with, um, turning 10. Yeah. You know, it, it, uh, it, it literally happened to me just the way you heard it on the song. You know, I was 10 when I moved from crown Heights to the side, took it from Eversfield to up the block from BI. My mother said, you you hit an age where you about to feel a change. And as a woman, there's only so much I can demonstrate. You know what I mean? Like that was, you know what it was. Fellas, you can hear my son in the back. He's it's all good. Upset it's good. That I'm, uh, that's, that's... <laughs> that I'm on the phone instead of, being up under him you know what i mean so i'm uh, <laughs> uh to the listeners i apologize this is fatherhood in real time what's up yeah, miles what's they, up they know what's hold up. on hold on they know dude. what's up yeah um yeah i don't know and he's usually real mellow man he is on one right now <laughs> um hey, life is different now man that's that's how it goes yeah yeah so if anybody thought i was fronting there's the proof <laughs> in the background <laughs> you know what i mean there's the proof to the listeners man either you can be upset about the sound quality of that or you could love it, man. I love it. You know, he's in the background, but, um, now nah, going back to the record though, you know, um, it, it literally happened like that. You know what I mean? Um, uh, my mom, you know, pulled me aside one day and, and she said, yo, this is, this is what's about to happen. And I didn't understand it because my pops was always in my life. You know what I mean? It wasn't like, who's this guy? I haven't seen him in however many years. Like that never, that was not my life. Like that never happened. You know what I mean? So I, I see my pops every weekend. You know what I mean? So I didn't understand what's the change for. I'm here for four or five days. I'm over there for two, three days. Boom, boom. You know what I mean? And, you know, but my mom was like, nah, there's certain things that I I can't do that it's his job to do, you know? And, um, and of course, that was a conversation that they had ahead of time. Like, yo, all right, it's my turn, you know, boom, boom, mm-hmm. whatever. So it was just a reversal. It was me being with my dad four or five days a week and being with my mother two, three days a week. And the irony of it is my life was eerily similar to Boys in the Hood, you know, the Trey and oh. Furious and all that, which is why the project Dude, is the seen cover. the way okay. it is. Okay. Yeah, with the cover art and then the skits, you know what I mean? Like the skits all over it. Yeah. You know, if you guys peaked it, when he's like, yo, when you coming to pick me up and da-da-da. like that was my life. It's very, very strange because the movie came out around the same time as all that was happening to me, you know, the movie came out in 91 and all that was happening for me in 92. You know what I mean? So uh, it was, uh, fellas, hold on one second. Hold on. No hold on. <laughs> Yo, my bad fellas. You guys want to no. take it back a little bit and, and just cut it up and edit it up. Cause he was kind of going off right yeah, there. No, 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 we'll like, no, no, we'll keep that, that story in. over. And then nah, it's <laughs> authentic, man. Nah, we'll, 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 we'll make it work. Don't worry about yeah. it. All right. Word up. Yeah, so so that's what I was saying, you know. So um, you know, my life was eerily similar to um, you know, Boys in the Hood, and you know, all that stuff happened to me in like '92, and the movie came out in '91. So it, it just was wild that that was my life without me even knowing what it was going to be. You know what I mean? So I relate to that movie so much, and you know, that was my friends and I. You know, I was Trey, and then my friends was Doughboy and Ricky and that. But in Brooklyn instead of in LA. 
and just having my dad when nobody else on the block really had their dad. You know, a few of my friends here and there, my man over here, my man across the street, there, but it was like a 90% no dad in my neighborhood. You know what I'm saying? Like, so, um, you know, the movie really resonated, which is why I chose that to be the, you know, the cover art and the skits and all that stuff because it just made so much sense. And me relating to it and that kind of being a snapshot of my life without me even knowing it. I'm trying to think back to the movie and I'm I'm thinking in some of the scenes where Furious is talking to the guys soundtrack wise I seem to remember there was some use of jazz or jazz horns in the background of some of those scenes and I'm wondering now because I when I was listening to the project something that stood out in me and maybe it's because I just haven't heard a lot of that in in recent hip hop was you know that 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 horn there's some some of the songs there's that similar horn coming through in the production and I'm wondering did did you tie that in at all with any from from I guess the soundtrack from the movie as well Well for me I always have the jazz influence on my music you know I always have uh trumpets on every album every album I've done there's a trumpet influence there's jazz influence all over you know, even if it's not a jazz album, I've only done right. a jazz hip hop album once, which was earlier this year. But right. even, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll take Pete Rock beats and, you know, Ill Mind beats and Black Milk beats and whoever else, and I'll throw trumpets around it. And I'll throw right. jazz okay. elements around it because that's just, that's me and that's what I love. I love jazz, you know what I mean? Yeah. But, um, so jazz it wasn't Sundays, because of the right? movie. Exactly, the Sunday morning right. jazz and all that. Right, um, right, got but, it. Yeah, but, you know, it wasn't because of the movie. It's just because that's the way I operate regardless. But it tied in for sure because you look at Boys in the Hood, Stanley Clark did all the music, jazz musician, you know what I'm saying? So it, it ties in. It's like another little Easter egg that's right. kind of right there for people, you know? Hmm. Got it. You you said you grew up around, uh, you know, your friends not having dads, like 90%. I mean, I think that's synonymous with you know, my own upbringing and many people mm-hmm. like us. Um, you, you're unapologetic though, throughout this song. And it sounds like throughout your life about that, right? Like it almost felt like, you know, people get teased. You hear people getting teased for not having a dad. It felt like you got, you know, you had a hard time with your peers because you did have your dad in your life. Is that, is that accurate? Or did I misread something? Um, not really. I think, you know, I think the song you're talking about is, um, at least I got one. Yes. Where, um, you know, right. The, the idea behind that was in hip hop, a lot of people try to hide the fact that they had parents that did for them. Oh, you know what I mean? I like, mm-hmm. it, it ain't cool that you had both your parents. And you know what I mean? You ain't as hard. And you, you know what I'm saying? Help, like your right? story. Gotcha. Yeah, your story ain't as, ain't as authentic because it wasn't just you and your mother. It was you and your mother and your father or you and your father, you know, like, I mean, even the way the project was born, the project was born because I thought about how many records are there for mothers and how many records aren't there for fathers. Mm. That's how the project was born. You know what I mean? Like, and don't get me wrong. I mean, motherhood is everything. We all come from our mother and, you know, mothers are life. That's why we call them the old earth. You know, Wu-Tang say, yo, my my old earth. You know what I mean? Like, That's your mom's, you know, she's the herb, she's everything. But, you know, at the end of the day, 
there was nothing about fathers. It was, you know, you got Will Smith, of course, with you know, just the two of us. You got Nas with daughters. A couple other things, you know, my man terminology does a ton for fatherhood and yeah. all that stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's a few guys, but, you know, for the most part, it's be a father to your child. My father sucked. My father was never there. My father's a jerk. I hope I never see my father in the street. You know, and, and if that's your truth, live it. You know, I'm not saying there's anything wrong with those records. Those are incredible records because those are people's truths. You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's your truth and that's the life you live, man, I respect it. I admire it. And I applaud you for coming out of it. Mm. But everybody in hip hop, that wasn't their life. There's not a 100% ratio of right. dudes with no father. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so where's those records? You know what I mean? Because everybody, everybody will make a mama record, which is great. Yeah. Everybody will make a mama record. It'll be the coolest thing in the world. The label is supported, video, and you know, cover Essence magazine with your mother, all that. <laughs> but where's the father record? You know what I mean? We we matter as well. It's not that we're the only ones that matter. No, but we matter along with mom. You know what I mean? So that was how the project was born, man. So just getting back to at least I got one, you know, to the song. You know, you have those moments where some kids may be a little jealous that you got your father or some kids may try to say something because, you got a father that does implement rules on you. And it's like, yo, at least I got one. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so, you know, and I was just taking the scene from the movie, you know, when Trey and the kid Bobby was in the class and they was beefing and, you know, he's like, I get my brother to shoot you in the face. Yeah. And, oh, we could curse on the show, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Word. He's like, I get my brother to shoot you in the face. Like, get your punk ass brother, bitch. I get my daddy. At least I got one motherfucker. Like, you know what I mean? Like, so, you know, and that was how I felt. Like, Man, whatever. Like, I'll get my dad. What's up? You know what I mean? Like, as get a little you, kid, you know what I mean? So, get your, get your you know, ringer. Um, yeah, exa- exactly. And that's why I use the term ringer all right. throughout the project. Like, because it almost is like a ringer based on what society is telling you. Like, it's like you're cheating if you got your dad. Right. As a young black man, growing up in the inner city, growing up in the hood, Brooklyn, L.A., Detroit, wherever you're from, you know, if you got your dad, it's almost like a cheat code. But it shouldn't be like that. That should be the norm. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. that should be the norm. But society looks at it like you got a cheat code because you got a dad. Like, you got a ringer from another country with a fake birth certificate. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> they act like it's, a, like it's a ringer. You know what I mean? And it's like, all right, well, I, then this is my ringer right here. You know what I mean? That, that sounds like my Dominican people in baseball. <laughs> yeah, that, that was the analogy without me. I know, I know, <laughs> you know I know. I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know? Ah, shit. Okay, you you had some? I think I, I saw you twitching over there. No, I mean I, I'm just curious on, um, you know, what growing up with your dad and kind of whatever wisdom he passed on to you, how you see that trickling into your own way of parenting and 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 being a father. And because I, I don't know, I guess I, I think there's like people who definitely learn from their parents and are able to grab nuggets and pass it on. And then there's other folks who, you know, look back and are like, fuck man, my, 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 my mom or my dad taught me a bunch of bullshit and I'm not going to repeat the right. same cycle from, absolutely. from my kids. Yeah. No, that, yeah, that's absolutely true. You know, everybody's situation with their parents is, is different. You know, there's no two alike, you know what I mean? So for me, um, I'd like to take everything my dad gave me, and give to my son and my mom, you know what I'm saying? But since we talking about dads, you know, I'd like to take everything my dad gave me and give to my son. That's the plan. The plan is all that and also whatever other little things I grabbed along the way 
that he may not have given me just because that wasn't his lane. Like me being in music and the creative side and the art. You know, my father isn't on the creative side of things. My father was more like straight up. You know, he he, he didn't do anything in the arts. He appreciates the arts, but he didn't do nothing in the arts. You know, he was a blue collar guy. So I take the stuff I got from the creative side of me and add that to the pot with everything that my dad gave me as far as just being a man and becoming a man and being straight up. And, you know, everything from, you know, academia and education to, you know, my fist in the air, black pride and black power. I I grew up in somewhat of a black Panther household without my dad being an actual Panther, you know, like all that type of stuff. And, um, you know, respect and honor and head high and shoulders back and straight up and, you know, holding it down, you know, like all that type of stuff, man. And, and really being able to lead and take care of you and your people and being straight up and having morals and the million things, you know what I mean? I mean, my dad, um, my, my dad used to make me write book reports on movies. You know what I'm saying? Like when I was a little kid, like, yeah, like we saw boys in the hood. Speaking of boys in the hood, we went to see boys in the hood. I was nine years old. I had to write a book report on it. We went to see Malcolm X when I was 10. I had to write a book report on it. You know what did, I mean? Like, did, did you hate that report, shit? Rather. Did you hate that shit at or did time, you embrace absolutely. it? Absolutely. Okay, okay. At the time, absolutely. I was 10 years old. That was the last thing I wanted to do. You know what I mean? Like, I, I'm just thinking I about. to go to the pizza shop and play Street Fighter. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> like, that was the last thing I wanted to do. By the way, sign me but up if you, if, if you want some smoke. I'll get you into some uh, Street Fighter for oh, sure. man. It's been a while, <laughs> man. But we we find we find a, a machine with some quarters, man. We That's it. Do something, you know what for mean? sure. But, um, yeah, yeah. But, you know, at the time, of course I hated it. You know what I mean? I mean, I, I always did good in school, and I was advanced placement English throughout my life and all that stuff. In the summertime, my dad would make me read books and write reports. In the summer, I'm like, yo, I just got A's and B's across the board. <laughs> And my dad was like, I don't care. Like, yeah, one book in July, one book in August, a report for each. I'm the teacher. I grade it. I'll tell you if it's good enough. And I was like, God damn. He like, you know what I mean? I'm like 13. I'm ripping and running. I'm, you know, I'm running around outside and my friends. I'm like, God damn, I got to go read this book. You know what I mean? But looking back, it was one of the best things that could happen to me. You know, my career is based on writing, literature, and being able to be a storyteller. All that stuff played into it. And he knows it, so now we joke about it, and he'd be like, you see what I did, right? You know I'm the reason for all this guy's new stuff, right? You know what I mean? And, You're welcome. You know, we, we joke about it and stuff. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, I did that. You know what I mean? And <laughs> we laugh about it or whatever, you know. But So those are the type of things I plan on doing. I plan on doing with my son Miles, you know? We didn't we didn't talk about this at, at the beginning. Usually we kind of talk about, like, what your family dynamic is. But So you have, is it one son? Yeah, just one. Yep. Okay, and he's what, like two, little, little bit over two now, right? Yeah, he's, he's two and a half. Yep. Yeah, and, and you know why I know that, right? <laughs> uh, oh, because of because I said the birthday at yeah, the end yeah, of the record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yep, yep. <laughs> I yeah. was like, hold on, hold on, wait, what, what's the? Because like, I think you, I think it was like something like I came up on on. And you mentioned the date, and and uh, you you made some reference, and I was not quite sure what you were referring to but then i i keep listening and listening i'm like nah that's gotta be like the birth of his son you know because it's yeah. like a game changer that you kind of reference tell tell us a little right. bit about yeah. that yeah well on the record that's on eyes wide shut where i'm talking about you know my pops telling me you know i'm talking about the things i went through growing up as a kid you know just like the rest of the project and then i talk about trying to understand it how it would shape me later and my dad telling me when it's your turn, you'll understand the feeling. You, you you don't understand the feeling yet because you can't. 
you know, like you've never experienced it. How can you understand something you never experienced? But you're going to understand it. Best believe. And then I said, I, I've been up since December 20th, 2017. Like, I'll uh, never go to sleep again. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because that's why it's called Eyes Wide Shut. Like, yep. I'll never go to sleep again. You know, my pop said, I've been up since you was born. Best believe, best believe you're going to believe it all when you get to be. And I've been up since December 20th, 2017. So he's saying, like, you know, when you get to be a dad, you'll understand all this. You'll understand why I don't sleep. You'll understand why I'm always there for you. You'll understand why I can never let go. You'll understand when it's your turn. And when it became my turn on December twenty seventh, uh, on December twentieth, twenty seventeen, boom! You know what I mean? Like that was it. And you, and how, go, ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Man. No, no, no. Go ahead. No, nah, I was just gonna say uh, how. And so you know, it's like you, your your kid is born, and it's definitely like you just hit the ground running. How has it been for you? Um, I guess career wise, because you know you've got a creative career. How has it been, especially with a young, a young son? How have you been able to to juggle and focus on getting projects done, and still, you know, feel like you're getting the time in with with your son that you want? That's been the only struggle. Everything else has been, you know, the most beautiful thing in the world. I wouldn't change a single thing about it. I wouldn't take anything away from it and alter it or anything. But the only struggle has been balancing the work because you know when you're in the field that i'm in you know i travel so much you know like i before corona obviously i'm traveling all the time like got this tour i got that tour got to go out of town for a week to do some ghostwriting got to come back and do this got to go shoot this video got to go on another tour got to go on a, a promo press run got to do some more ghostwriting overseas like it i was always traveling you know what i mean and, and that's the part that gets tough you know, there's certain little things that I missed because I was on the road, you know, for no other reason than being on the road. Like when my son took his first steps, I wasn't home. I was on tour. You know what I mean? So, you know, I got the call like, oh, my God, Miles just took his first steps. You know what I mean? Like, but that's not because I was an absentee dad. It's because I was on tour for two weeks yeah. getting paid to bring money home to my family and support, you know. So um, just that type of stuff, you know, the work makes it difficult you know FaceTime is everything you know what I mean all that type of stuff but um you know you, you deal with it and and you be a dad you dug it out you know you dug it out and do what you got to do to provide and, and make a way you know but I'm I'm here every step of the way you know 1000 percent obviously with corona I'm able to be home every single day now for the past however many months but um you know I'm whatever it takes I'm there you know I choose my son over everything so like, if it's birthday or something, I'm, I'm not going nowhere. If it's Christmas, I'm not going nowhere. If it's, you know, whatever, different types of things, school, daycare, photo shoot, I'm not going nowhere. I'm there for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And when yeah. I'm home, I drop them off at daycare. I pick them up from daycare. I deal with the teachers at daycare one-on-one. I pack his lunch. I get his clothes ready, you know? So, like, I become kind of a Mr. Mom when I'm home. You know what I mean? It's just when I'm on the road that it gets tough you know, not being here and seeing him every morning when he wake up and, you know, all that type of stuff, you know. But it's crazy, too, because he's such a daddy's boy. Like, he's so attached, you know what I mean? He loves mommy as well, but he's so attached. Um, you know, if I leave the room, he kind of goes off. That's why he was going off earlier. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, was in the, I was in another room, and he loves Daniel Tiger, but, you know, he was looking like, yo, where's dad? You know what I mean? Right. Like, yeah, he, that's why he, he was going you watching off it with him. Yeah, that, that's why he was going off a little bit. He's he's so attached to my hip. 
And I love it, man. That's the greatest feeling in the world is this little life that looks just like you seeing the world in you the way you see the world in them, you know? And, and you know, that's, that's ridiculous. It, that's kind of what I said on Song for Fathers, you know what I'm saying? Like, see the world in the moment when I saw the world in your eyes and you opened mine, like, you know, it's, it's, it's real. That's beautiful, man. Um, you're you're coming out <clears throat> around Father's Day with this with this joint. Um, what like obviously Corona is is killing opportunities to kind of do more, right? Than just release a project. Mm-hmm. How how do you see the world? I guess after this drops and kind of into the summer for you and and you know just creatively and and your ability to kind of get paid throughout this. Like, are things dramatically different? Or because you kind of create in your own space, potentially, it's not as bad as for some others. Yeah, I mean, it's weird. It's, it's kind of both because being able to create is at an all-time high right now because you're home. You know what I mean? Like, right. you, you're not on tour. You're not doing this, that, and the third. You're home. So you, if you want to sit home and sleep, cool. If you want to sit home and write and take advantage of the time, cool. You know, so for me... I've been taking advantage of the time. I got the studio in the crib, so I've been recording and working on new stuff and, you know, ghostwriting stuff that I had to do and my own projects and all these different things, which has been great. Um, but, you know, as far as being able to go out there and really generate some bread, you know, that has definitely taken a hit because, you know, like right now, for instance, I would have just been getting back a few days ago from Europe. You know, I was supposed to be in Europe for three weeks in May. Wow. I would have been in South Africa for two weeks in April. I'd have been doing some stuff in the summer, you know, stateside, all these different tours that was going to bring some nice heavy bags. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, all that is just dead. You know, but I'm I'm preaching to the choir. It ain't no ain't no sympathy for me because everybody's dealing with it. You know what I mean? Everybody's dealing with not being able to go to work or the hours being cut or you know the business closing or being let go. So we're all just dealing with all these things along with all the other bullshit that's going on over of the past week or two. So it's it's just a wild time, but money wise, you know, it, it's taking a hit, but you know, it, it is what it is. You know, we, I, right. you know, my house is good. My son don't miss no meal. So we good. Yeah. We, we opened the show talking about, um, just kind of current events in particular, um, you know, the, the assassination of George Floyd and all the, all the impact that that's had on, on society, uh, and how that's personally affected us. Right. Um, yeah. You know, unfortunately, and I mentioned this earlier before you joined us, like, unfortunately, we're we're kind of used to this shit, which is crazy to even say. But mm-hmm. but this, you know, this recent wave of it, um, Kay kind of broke it down real dope. Like you had like three or four occurrences kind of back to back to back in a really short period of time that culminated with the death of of, of George. And this whole shit just like it's it's heavy it's real heavy and given that we're all isolated from one another right we're only seeing each other virtually for the most part um the impact of this shit is like crazy so how do you how do you prepare your son because at some point in the future you're gonna have to have this conversation right you gotta you gotta tell him like how this moment in time transpired and kind of what he needs to look out for like how do you think that conversation is gonna go when it's time? Oh, uh, when I think about that type of stuff, I mean, it's the scariest thing in the world. You know, it, it, it's frightening, man. Every day I'm like, my God, man, like the, the world that, 
that's waiting for you, which is something else I mentioned on Song for Fathers. I'm like, my God, man, this world is waiting for you. You have no idea. You and your little friends at daycare, you guys are just having the blast with these wide eyes. And man, this, this thing that's waiting for you is so different. And I would do anything to be able to go everywhere with you. And I can't. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, you, I would love for you to be 16 and I'm in the car with you and your friends making sure y'all good. But I can't. You know what I mean? Like, when you're 21 going to some club or some bar and you're hanging out with your girlfriend, I'd love to be there to make sure you are right, but I can't. And it's the scariest thing in the world to think about, you know, in, in, in the future tense. But um, you just do everything you can to make sure they are right, you know, make sure my son is all right and, you know, you guys kids the same way, you know, it's, it's the stuff that my dad did with me. My dad never sat down and gave me a singular talk about this type of stuff. Yeah. This is just the type of stuff we talked about every day. Gotcha. So it wasn't, you know, it wasn't like the talk. And, and I know that's the thing and that's a real thing. And, and if that's the way certain parents go about it, that's amazing, you know. But we never had, hey, sit down. I want to talk to you about racial inequality, injustices. And we didn't have a sit down. It was just, we always talked about this stuff. <laughs> I mean, because it's been happening for so long. It happened since the 80s when I was born before that, you know, but in my era, being in the 80s and onward, I mean, I was in high school going to, you know, police brutality marches and I was kicking verses at Union Square Park, you know, police rallies when I was 17, you know what I mean? So wow. this thing ain't changed. I'm 37 now. This thing ain't changed in 20 years, you know what I mean? So these are things my son and I are going to always talk about. You know, we'll always have conversations about what happened in the past and how that affects the present and the future. You know, it, it will be a, a continuous topic in our home, always. That's ill. That's that's how it should be. Oh, well, yeah. Un- yeah. unfortunately. But I think, right. I, I, I think, I think that should go, I mean, you know, everyone's parenting style is different, but I, I almost feel like that should be the, the way to go across the board because it's like a consistent message right you're yeah. consistently yeah and, and, and things it, instead of just bearing, and bearing it's it under it in. the rug right right and it's threaded in you know it's it's, 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 it's you plant a seed and you water it you don't just you know buy a, a, a plant or a tree from walmart and stick it in the ground like you you get some seeds and then you water them and you, and you nurture them and take care of them and grow day by day so the root is strong you know what i mean so again there's nothing wrong with sitting down and having to talk with your kids, especially in the middle of something like this going on. I mean, if Miles was 12 years old and the news is on, we would sit down and talk about it. We would be like, you see what's going on with this event right now and what's going on with this, 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 and how how do you feel about it? And having a dialogue back and forth, like a ton of my friends are doing with their kids. Uh, but, you know, my plan is to continuously talk about it so that it's not just a one-time thing that they got to absorb at once. It's something that they're already built for because we've been having this conversation for years, you know. And But it's not like one is better than the other. As long as the message gets through and the kid understands it and takes heed to it and it hits home, then you're good, you know. Well said, and my I'm, friend. That that's yeah. that's knowledge for your ass. You hear that, y'all? <laughs> <laughs> and on oh, that note, yeah. I'm guessing Daniel Tiger is probably about over. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I gotta, you know, we gotta get you back to uh, to your boy. Yeah, 
Uh, yo, situated, man. Yeah, Scott, man, it was it was a pleasure kicking it with you, man. Um, thank you for for taking the time and uh, learning us about about your project that's coming up. Um, I mean, I, I'm I'm excited about it. I'm I'm actually. Oh, why don't we talk a little bit about how people can get it? Like, what where are yeah. the places they're gonna get it? What should they be following? Yeah. looking for. Totally. Um, so the project is out everywhere, uh, June nineteenth. Everywhere that you get your music nowadays, whether you stream, whether you purchase, physical, digital, the whole nine, you know, the whole gambit. Um, online, you know, all streaming services, whether it's Tidal, Apple Music, Spotify, whatever you may use, Amazon, whatever you may use, uh, the physical CDs and vinyl are online, mellowmusicgroup.com, but mellow without the W at the end, so it's M-E-L-L-O musicgroup.com. That's the, uh, the label that I'm putting it out with. I've done a bunch of work with mellow music group you know from metropolitan with pete rock the, yeah. the easy truth with apollo mm-hmm. brown you know I, I work with them pretty heavily so yeah i've uh, heard good music things about them yeah yeah mellow's great uh mellow music group.com no w on mellow um you know and i'm on twitter at sky zoo instagram at sky zoo the writer um yeah everywhere you can get music it's easy to get you know it, it'll be easy to get it'll be everywhere so uh-huh. it'll be easy to get june 19th and i'm i dropped it you know on purpose, you know, with that date and everything, obviously for Father's Day and Father's Day weekend and all that type of stuff. And just to have a soundtrack, just for us dads to have a soundtrack. And, you know, when I put the word out, when I launched it online and I announced it or whatever, everyone was so excited and all the comments was just dads like, yo, thank you, thank you. Which I knew was going to be the case because you're, you're feeding a market that doesn't have anyone thinking about them. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so it's just a bunch of hip-hop dads, man. It's just a bunch of dudes who love hip-hop and you know live and die by hip-hop and they got kids at home and they love their kids and you know they 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 try to go to a concert when they can or they take their kid to a concert if the kid is old enough or whatever it is but a bunch of hip-hop dads whether they 22 with a kid or 42 with a a college kid or you know 62 with a grandkid you know what i'm saying (laughs) like you know uh just a bunch of hip-hop because hip-hop is that old now you know um just a bunch of just a bunch of hip-hop dads that were excited about it. And that, that's all I wanted, man. So if everybody listening, this project is 100% about fatherhood. There's no record for the club. There's no record for, you know, just spitting in the battle scene. There's none of that. Every single record is a story that's holding hands with the records before and after it. And it all makes up this one huge story about my childhood and going into my son. And everything in between, and being a dad, and the importance of it. I, let, let me say this because uh, I I've been listening to it on my on my nature walks recently. I'm not nice. somebody that actually walks. I used to f- poo poo all over people who said they walked for a workout. Now I'm eating my words because all this COVID shit. <laughs> but um, right. but I, I go out for my walk and I, I I played it. I've been playing that shit like every day since I got it, and and it's Thank you. uh it's a great soundtrack for that kind of thing. Like if you are just taking mm-hmm. a walk out there and you kind of, you, I found myself reminiscing to my old childhood, right. As yeah, I'm listening good to reflection it. tool. Yeah. So like in this particular time that we're living in, um, it's, I think it's a welcome, not, I wouldn't call it a distraction, just a, a way to kind of go deeper into who you are by reliving kind of mm-hmm. your own personal experience through the words that, that you put together here. So I, I definitely appreciate I, I appreciate it. that. Yeah, I appreciate that, man, and the fact that it resonates. You know, a few people have um, 
have gotten in early, like you guys and a couple other people, my friends. I got friends who didn't grow up with their dad. I got friends whose dads left them when they were kids or teenagers or whatever. I got friends whose dad was with them their whole life, and all of them appreciate it. It's not, well, I don't get that shit because I ain't have my dad. Nah, like, you get it because you're like, dag, this is the dad that I am because I didn't have a dad. You know what I mean? Like, so there's ways for every dad to relate. You know, if you're a dad or if you aren't a dad, but you had your dad in your life, you are going to relate to it. You're going to be able to find yourself in it. You know, I got homies who didn't have their father and they heard it. They were like, yo, this is incredible, man. Like, and I didn't have my dad. And this is incredible because it makes me think about what my dad missed out on. And it also makes me think about the type of dad that I am now with my kids in light of what I didn't have, you know? So yeah. You gonna you gonna connect one way or another. You are gonna connect to it, and that was the goal. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm biased because I I enjoy it and I, I love the body of work you put out. So don't listen to me. Just go listen to it and and <laughs> nah, decide for yourself. Nah, listen to him and it. Yeah, you said it, man. Nah, super up. dope, man. Thank cool, you. Scott. Don't don't hang up yet. We're gonna end the episode, but I, we want to get just real quick with you for one moment, and then we'll be done. Um, thank okay, y'all. For, no problem. Thank y'all for listening. We'll be back next week. Peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.